Here's an important truth that you might need to remember today. You are loved. God's love for you is unconditional, and it is unchanging. The truth is also at the heart of who we are at Hyde Park United Methodist. Today, our senior pastor, Magreta Vega, shares more about God's love and why is it, it is central to all that we do. He will share a story from Genesis about an ancient man named Abraham and how his responsive generosity can share the message of God's love with all people. Check it out. Let's pray together. Oh God, open our eyes to empathy, curiosity, and humility that we might be generous and compassionate toward others and ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. A few weeks ago, I was walking through a shopping mall in the area when I walked past a store window display that caught my attention. On display was a t-shirt that looked like it was tailor-made to describe our church. I took a photo of it. It's a black t-shirt with bold white letters that say, Hyde Park. It's covered with different colored hearts emblazoned with the initials HP. And behind the letters, you can barely make out a phrase, you are loved. Perfect, right? I immediately thought of purchasing the shirt, bringing it back to the staff to say, look, look, there's a t-shirt brand literally named Hyde Park, and it literally has the same message we do about loving all people. I mean, our mission is to make God's love real, teaching people to follow Jesus by loving God and loving all. And on both of our campuses, we have signs that say, you are loved. I mean, this t-shirt is perfect. How cool is it that our mission is being echoed by this hip clothing company? So, I went to the store clerk and asked him to tell me about this t-shirt company, which he did. And then I asked him to tell me about its slogan. I said, I love that slogan. In fact, I'm a pastor of a church and, and I think it's great that a t-shirt company has the same message we do. He said, oh really? I said, yeah, in fact, maybe you all have a different t-shirt with that saying on it that isn't covered by hearts so that I can maybe show the full slogan to the people in my church. He said, sure. And he walked to another part of the store and showed me another t-shirt by the same company. And he said, here you go. It didn't say you are loved after all. I quickly walked out of the store. I didn't tell him what church I was with. If you ask the average non-church-going person about their perceptions of local churches today, I wonder what they would say is that church's slogan. Is it, you are loved, or you are not invited? More importantly, what would they say about Hyde Park United Methodist? Friends, at this church, the idea of loving all people is so much more than a slogan or a motto. It is our driving mission. It's our passionate purpose. For anyone who feels unloved or unlovable, we want to make God's love real to them. For anyone who feels dehumanized by past harm, demoralized by their lot in life, or disillusioned by their doubts and questions, we want every person to know that they are not just accepted here, they're not just tolerated here or welcomed here. Every person is loved here. Loved 
into being the best version of themselves the way God has intended it. And that's why our generosity team has selected as the theme for our annual generosity campaign and this next four-week series, this simple three-word phrase, love for all. At the heart of this series, we will be sharing stories, stories of people who over the past year have come to this church and experienced love here. Through one of our three locations, Hyde Park, the Portico, or online, they have heard God say to them, you are loved, instead of hearing the message, you are not invited. And because of what God is doing in this church, they have found healing and hope for their lives. So over the days ahead, you will be receiving a packet in the mail, which includes an important brochure it is our 2023 Celebration of Impact Report, which shows how God has used your generosity over the past year to impact the lives of real people in our community. It contains just three of the many quotes that will be available on our website. Quotes by people who have experienced God's love in their lives because of what God is doing here. Quotes like these. Lisa R. said, Online worship has helped me stay connected with God and remember through several challenges lately that not only am I never alone, but that many across the world facing hardships are loved by God. Donna N. said, after leaving the church where I had grown up and served for more than 50 years, I didn't know if I would ever find a place that felt like home again. And then a friend invited me to Hyde Park. And after one visit, I knew I was home. And Michelle W. said, To me, the portico is precisely what a church is meant to be. It is truly the most authentic church I have ever been so blessed to be a part of. Isn't that amazing? And there's more. Over the next four weeks, we will be sharing some video testimonies of people so you can hear their stories for yourselves. Some of the stories, like the ones you will hear on November 12th and 19th, will be from the Portico, which seeks to reach spiritually seeking people for Jesus in non-conventional ways, like an event space, an artist gallery, 1001 worship gathering on Sundays, and the Portico Cafe. Other stories, like the one I'm about to share with you, are from people who have just started coming to Hyde Park over the past year, who've had difficult experiences with organized religion in the past, but have come to discover here the warm-heartedness and open-mindedness of our mission here at Hyde Park. Today's story is by John Masters, who just joined our church over the past year. Let's hear his story. I started seeking a new church home. I was specifically looking for one that had a strong social justice ministry, was open and affirming, and that uh, was involved deeply in the community. And Hyde Park was most certainly that. Honestly, you can't live in South Tampa and be a Methodist and not know that it's here. Well, I found that welcome that I had always heard about, number one. People were very friendly, open, 
welcoming. I uh, made uh, especially good friends in the new member class. Uh, and those are people I've stayed in touch with and of course see and greet on Sundays. Seventeen thirty-nine. George Whitfield was preaching to the miners uh, out of Bristol, England. Huge crowds come into the fields, which was that kind of preaching was anathema to Wesley. That he learned then that he had to go to people where they were and and address them in in ways that they needed and minister to them. And I was looking for a church that affirmed that Wesley tradition and Hyde Park very much fit that bill. And here's the thing, we've only gotten a glimpse over the past year of what God has in store for this church in the future. As we've emerged from a global pandemic that pushed us into adaptation, as we've moved through a time of transition within our own denomination with greater clarity about God's love for all people, and in a time when every ministry area and program in this church is now seeing greater growth and greater forward momentum, it is clear that we are just now beginning to see the bright future that God intends for this church. And that all leads us to the question, what should our response be? Well, I know what Abraham would say. In chapter 14 of today's scripture reading from Genesis, we pick up Abraham's story after he had just suffered a terrible and scary loss when his nephew Lot was captured by an opposing army. So Abraham went on a rescue mission. He took 318 of his own servants and went in to rescue Lot and bring him to safety. And he was successful in bringing him home. But as Abraham was on his way back from that victory, a man came out to greet him from a neighboring city. His name was Melchizedek, the king of that region. Melchizedek came out to speak a word of blessing to Abraham for a job well done. Good job, Abraham. You took a risk to find someone who was held captive, who'd lost hope, and you demonstrated an act of love for them. So may you be blessed by God, most high, maker of heaven and earth. And today's scripture passage in verse 19 gives us Abraham's response. Abraham gave him one-tenth of everything he had to Melchizedek. But here's what's interesting. Melchizedek is a character we don't hear much about in the Bible. He's only mentioned here in Genesis. But here's the deal. Melchizedek's name means king of righteousness. Melchizedek offers Abraham bread and wine. And the city that Melchizedek rules, it is called Salem, the very place where Generations later, it would be renamed Jerusalem. So by the time we get to the New Testament, the author of Hebrews looks back at this 
mysterious figure called Melchizedek in Genesis and makes the connection clear for us. Melchizedek is a symbol for Jesus Christ himself. Melchizedek shows us the very presence of God, the king of righteousness, offered to us in the bread and the cup to show us once and for all God's love for all. And today, Melchizedek is still speaking, speaking to us, the people of Hyde Park, the very words that God would say to anyone, any church who carries a message of love for anyone who feels unloved. Good job. You've taken a risk to find someone who was held captive, who had lost hope, and you demonstrated an act of love for them. So may you be blessed by God, maker of heaven and earth. And like Abraham, our best response, our best response back to God is our generosity. Abraham set the example in the Bible of the tithe, which is to give a portion of one's financial resources to God, not because he felt obligated, not because there was some law that he had to follow. Abraham gave a portion of his financial resources as an act of worship to God. He did it as an act of gratitude for what God had enabled him to do. That spiritual principle is at the heart of our generosity campaign this year. God has uniquely empowered this church to reach out to people in our community who have felt unloved and unlovable. And in the spirit of Melchizedek, God has blessed us to be a blessing. And our best response to claim the unfolding bright future that God has for this church throughout this community is to give generously. So this week, you will receive a packet that celebrates the impact of your giving. It includes a letter from me and your estimate of giving card for you to prayerfully fill out by Commitment Sunday on November 19th. And as I mentioned, it will also include our Celebration of Impact report, which contains a QR code where you can go to our website, even right now, and read and view more stories of people who've experienced God's unconditional love for them because of the work of this church. And you'll receive this magnet. It is our slogan for our generosity campaign. Look, love for all. Look at it carefully. It does not say you are not invited. It echoes the call that God has given this church and each of us in it to make God's love real teaching people to follow Jesus by loving God and loving all. In other words, God has blessed us to be a blessing. And our best response is our gratitude and our generosity. Let's pray together. God, we thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ, whose selfless act of generosity brought us into a new relationship with you, Thank you for your love for all people without exception and for your call for us to do the same. Empower us over these weeks ahead to prayerfully ponder our giving for the upcoming year so that we can fully carry out your mission and tell all people that they are loved. In Jesus' name, amen.
We hope today's message reminded you of the truth of God's love for you and inspired you to be a part of sharing that message for others. For the people in our congregation, this is our annual stewardship campaign, which invites people to offer their financial generosity over the upcoming year. You are, of course, welcome to join us in that effort if you'd like. And even if you don't, we are honored to have you learn with us, grow with us, and learn to love God and all people alongside us. Take a look at the reflection questions in the notes below and check out our Next Steps page to learn more about how you can grow in your faith. I'm Sam Klein, and I'm glad you joined us today. I'll see you next time.